Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy! But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. A welcome indeed into uh, episode four. We're about to wrap up the month of January and step tentatively into February. I mean, I've nearly been working for a month, people. I'm feeling giddy. Uh, let's remind you, this week in 1989, our Ian Moss from Cold Chisel was hitting the charts with his debut solo single, Tucker's Daughter. Enya's Orinoco Flow and Roy Orbison's You Gotta also made their Aussie chart debuts this week. There's no CDs or internet. We had pen pals. And if you wanted to tell someone what was going down, you couldn't just SMS them or share it on social. You had to actually write a letter with a biro, fold it up, shove it in an envelope, then get a stamp and post it in a letterbox. Uh, Coming up, 19-year-old me remains friendship-obsessed with that guy Bradley, and friendship is in, like, inverted commas. Uh, I'll also entertain the delusion that religious radio programs aren't a fan of me, and therefore the Almighty must be trying to sabotage my career. Seems reasonable. Then I'm going to manage to squeeze in everything from uh, half-price phone calls home and an overly detailed recollection of my bowel movements to workplace hijinks with your stock standard on-air hazing slash bullying. Oh, the 80s. You were so not woke. So, let's usher in another one of my buddies to help me work through another week of entries. Who is that? 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 It'll be my little friend, Evie. G'day, Yvonne. Hello. <laughs> How are you, darling? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, good. Thank you for coming on. I should mention to everyone listening, poor Yvonne has had to endure trials of this show uh, maybe two (laughs) or three times. Uh, Yeah, probably two, three times in the flesh via Zoom. Yeah. And now. Yeah. So um, there were lots of versions of this show done before I sort of worked out how the hell I was going to do it. We finally worked it out and I thought, I'm going to get Evie back, but I won't make her endure the same story she's already endured uh, three or four times. We'll pick some new ones for her. And I did say to you that um, there are mentions of this guy, Bradley, and you might have fun taking the piss out of my closetedness. I don't remember you talking about Bradley. So I'm intrigued, actually. I don't remember talking about Bradley either, but apparently my diary does. Oh, how I awesome. I actually don't even remember who Bradley was. And I feel wow. like I was in the closet back then. I didn't come out till I was 26. So at 19, 
I've got a diary that's been given to me my godmother and I know my mum and dad are probably going to read it. So I think I was being very guarded. But I also then think, well, hang on, was Bradley just a nice guy or did I actually have the crush on him and didn't know how to put it into words oh. or who knows? Wow, that's quite fascinating. That's, Isn't um, it? You didn't You didn't have an inkling then? Well, I thought it was a phase. I'm sure I read in oh. Cleo or Cosmo that um, everybody in there, everybody has a a, um, a gay period in their teenage lives where they might experiment. And I went, well, I'm a teenager. I'm just experimenting. This won't be me forever. Well, I think the fact that you're reading Cleo or Cosmopolitan <laughs> at that age, surely alarm bells should have been ringing then. Oh, I was also archiving <laughs> centerfolds, don't you worry. <laughs> I was going to say, you must have been collecting a few centerfolds. Yes, I did. <laughs> Definitely was. <laughs> oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Um, should we get started? Oh, we should actually talk about you and I meeting because we haven't uh, touched on that. Uh, we met okay. like the early days of me moving to Perth in 1993. Mm. You were best friends wow. with one of my mutual friends, Marianne, who actually mm. I met when she came to work in Caratha. It's about the same time you were writing this diary, or no, it was a bit later. No, I think she she came, along. She came in 1990 you were or 91. Gay. <laughs> no. No, you weren't then. No, was, you weren't. Yeah, I was still closeted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we Gosh. met through Marianne oh. and, yeah, became sort of like best little buddies. We did. I think you were Because you had days free, like, because you were working night. Yeah. And I think I was working shift work, so we yeah. were actually able to hook up occasionally during the day and paint <laughs> cupboards and bake um, really bad scones. Yeah, that's right. And you were the second person of, of, of Marianne's close friends to come out to her, and I was the third. Ah, well, there you go. Remember that? She just had yes, three yes, of I... her best friends come out to her one after another, and, and her boyfriend was like, what is going on with all your friends? <laughs> uh, classic. Dropping light flies. Yeah. Little gay ones. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> all right, let's get stuck into it. <laughs> this yeah. is uh, from... January 29, it's a Sunday, no time, so I clearly wrote this the following day. Did take 40 Australia again today. My shift went well. Only problem being that I queued the religious program up wrong, like I did at Port Augusta, which is where I did a trial show at 5AU in Port Augusta. Apparently, I ruined the religious program there. Those religious programs must have a personal vendetta out against me. I hate them. What are we doing having religious shows? Well, What's that about? it used to be a, a law that you had to have a, a portion of your airtime devoted to playing religious programs, but we would play them really late at night or in the morning. And so, yeah, we used to have one religious show that you would just play. I don't, I have no memory whatsoever what was about, but praise Jesus and all that sort of stuff was happening. Ah, uh, so Christian religion. Yeah, and it was just on a... No re- Jews. No, no. There's, <laughs> apparently there's only well, one that's Hindus, worth it, broadcasting. Muslim. Yeah, so you would just queue up this tape and play it and then report that you had played a religious program and that would mean you wouldn't lose your broadcasting licence. Go figure. How bizarre. Isn't what it? A, that's, that's a very strange little agenda, isn't it? It was the 80s. Don't you think? Yes, mm. completely forcing religion into a radio program. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Well, we might unpack that later. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be lots of discussions. Um, anyway, I hate them. When I got home, I sat down and watched two movies, no listing what the movies were, until 3.30 a.m. And then it was too hot to go to sleep. I think I finally got to sleep at about 4.30. See ya. 
eventful day, bag out religion and uh, move on. <laughs> All right, this is uh, January 30. It's a Monday, 12.34 a.m. Well, viewers, today I did the six till midnight shift again. It was great. I really had fun tonight. Before work, I dubbed off a tape of my performances on air. I'll have to do copies for everybody. I love how I just naturally assume everybody's going to want one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Bradley rang up. I'm Ju- hanging on every word. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Sorry, this is the way I torch my friends with time. Uh, Bradley <laughs> rang up during my shift and said my show last night was really great. God, that kid is great. <laughs> uh, Nothing kid. else really happened. So see ya, 12.38 a.m. Um, well, yeah, he would have been a teenager as well, I assume. I was 19, so he would have been 13, 14, 15, I don't know. So who was he? I've Did he work at the station? No idea. He wanted to get into radio. So I think the worst thing about radio is so many people want to get into it that you'll find all these people that will, um, in their teenage years, will waft around the station desperate to do anything. And, of course, radio mm-hmm. is so cruel, it will go, really? you work for free? Let's bring that in. <laughs> and take advantage of people that are... Desperate to work in radio. So, yeah, it's not unusual that there were teenagers around a station desperate to get a job or have a future in radio. But nothing untoward happened. I didn't have sex until I was in my, well, really, 30s. (laughs) That's an admission. All right. (laughs) We won't go into those details because my kind of sex is not what you want to break down. (laughs) All right, let's move on swiftly to uh, Tuesday, January 31 at 12.43 a.m. Well, howdy doody. How's it going, guys? Good? Good? I just have to do this. Yeah, you are a cockhead. Well, I got into work at two today, read my mail, got an enormous letter from my cars, Nicole. It was really funny. Then I got a heap of commercials to do, which resulted in me staying at work until my shift. My shift went really well. Oh, look out. Bradley came over and sat with me yeah. until 10.15. <laughs> uh, get ready for even worse. He and I are going to lunch tomorrow, which should be good. It's a date. No, it's not a date. <laughs> I also found out today that Telecom, which is what Telstra used to be called, are giving up to 50% off calls made before 8am local time, which is about 10.30 Adelaide time. Perfect. I'll have to take time out to do it. Mum rang up today, which was great. They want me to send them money. Gee, I don't know. See ya. 12.52am. <laughs> And that would have been just about my parents trying to make me save and I would have resisted the hell out of that because <laughs> I was getting paid bugger all. Oh. If only I'd sent them things because I would have money now. <laughs> no. All right, new month. Let's take in Feb 1st, 1989. It's a Wednesday. Had lunch. Very weird. I didn't have breakfast so that I could have a good lunch. <laughs> I love what my um, idea of a good lunch is. I ordered... So this is a lunch with Bradley. Yes, this is a lunch with Bradley, but I've left Ooh. that out. Shush, shush. Saving yourself. <laughs> this is what I ordered. One hamburger, a thing of chips and a chocolate milkshake. Pretty much my life hasn't changed. I ate half the <laughs> chips. Oh, this is the bit where my life has changed because there's no way I would eat half the chips. Um, one quarter of the hamburger and all of the shake. 
I just couldn't eat the rest. I'm wondering, did I have nerves? Like, oh, my God, I'm on lunch date with Bradley. (laughs) (laughs) At the appetite of a bird. (laughs) Kill me. Um, Bradley and I rode home from town to my place and we watched the Toxic Avenger movie. I did my washing and hung it out to dry. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is an epic movie. That's foreplay, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Nothing untoward happened. Don't make this filthy. We were just like babysitter's club or something. Oh, you're such an innocent (laughs) 19-year-old. Instead of innocent, I'd say shut in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I did my washing and hung it out to dry. I made another chilli. This one was really hot. I mean, I couldn't feel my lips afterwards. We'll see how I feel in the morning. Should be interesting. <laughs> I love how I'm preempting it. Wrote two <laughs> letters. Oh, I've got to write two letters. Uh, to people, one to Kerry and the other to Nicole. See ya. Blah. All right, so after my giddy tummy, we need to go and check in on Thursday, February 2, 12:16 uh, a.m. Didn't get up until 12.30 today, watched television, wrote the rest of my letter to Nicole, 10 pages. When I went to the toilet this morning, oh God, I swear it burnt on the way out. It sucked heaps. It really burnt. I think we got that the first time you said. And it smelt like the chilli. Okay, Ben, right? Calm down. Not we that knew I... this was going to happen yesterday. Though, yeah, we did. I did preempt it. I was, I was like, my lips are on fire, kids. There's probably going to be a poo comment. Uh, <laughs> it smelt like the chilli. Not that I hung my head over the bowl, mind you, but I could smell it. God. And did you just go, hmm, <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> Uh, Glenn dropped me into town at about 10 to 6 and I called Nicole. She wasn't home. That was the worst thing about ringing people long distance. You'd be in a phone box, you ring people, no one's there. Yeah. Um, So Uh. she wasn't home. So then I called home. They were out. So I called Kerry, which is an old school friend of mine. She was home. I spent $20 on the phone call. It was nice to speak to her. So I'm like saying it's a great call. But I spent $20. Which back <laughs> which then. Was a lot of money, Dan. Yeah, so much. <laughs> I booked in for a haircut at 10 tomorrow. I hope I wake up early enough. Caught a taxi home and did my ironing. Wrote a letter to Lily, who I have no idea who Lily is, and dubbed <laughs> off copies of my shift for Mum, Dad, Kerry, and Nicole. They'll let the others listen, hopefully. See ya, 12 22 a.m. Desperate to make people listen, aren't I? Listen to me! (laughs) And they probably endured it going, oh, my God, this guy's got a job. He's never going to go anywhere. (laughs) I think you're so brave for doing this, Ben. I I think back to things I wrote when I was younger and I was so serious and stupid. Oh, we all were. (laughs) I think you were having a good time. (laughs) Everything in here I'm so serious about and I go from one to very angry in a matter of seconds. It's bizarre. But that's being a teenager, isn't it? Um, okay, yeah. so Friday, the 3rd of Feb, 1989. Woke up at 6.45 this morning. I couldn't get back to sleep either. Slightly annoying. Got to the hairdressers at 9.45. They cut my hair early. It came out fine. That's just me saying, yeah, it wasn't shit. <laughs> yeah, if only I remembered what it was like. I rode home in a bucket of sweat. Seems impossible, but did that. I had a shower when I got home, went into work at 2, recorded a couple of commercials, went home at about 4.30. I love all these details of when I'm 
here or there or nowhere. I got letters from Sarah and Kathy, which was great. Mum called, went back to work at 5.30, had a Buddy Holly special to play from 6 till 8, slacking. Went to see Richie, who's the program director, to ask where it was. He came in, and while Cindy was on air, he stood behind her and blew on her neck. And by that I mean like, <sighs> blowing, <laughs> not... <laughs> oh, Sorry. I can't unsee or unhear that again. <laughs> I know, but I just read it the first time and went, what? But yes, obviously just blew gently on the back of her neck. And she started laughing and went to some commercials. This is, I guarantee, the first time I'd ever seen anyone messing around in an on-air radio studio. And I thought it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Um, she came out of the ads to talk and do some community calendars, which is just little community reads. And Richie pulled the lever on her chair, so she dropped right down to the floor. She packed out laughing and turned her mic off and played her song. It was heaps funny. See ya. Addicted. Now we serve him 25 years for sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> Not for that. It was 1989. <laughs> you're allowed to haze and bully people at oh, work Oh, yeah, then. you're allowed to do all that stuff then. Thank HR, you. that means nothing. <laughs> Hamburger and rocks. <laughs> Ooh, that was the worst choice of analogy. Um, okay. <laughs> it's not even... <laughs> yes. Okay, that's better. And it's not an analogy either. I don't know. I'm just using words that sound clever, but they're not really. Um, and our final entry is from Saturday, Feb 4. Went into work at 11.30 today. Started at 12. All these people were ringing up asking where the polling booths were for the election today. Doesn't say that I helped them. Uh, Bradley came in at about 2. Bradley's back. He bought me some lunch. No record of what the lunch was, so I can't press this button. Boo! I pressed it anyway. You need to have a special zingy thingy to Brad. A smoochy woochy. <laughs> like, ooh, ooh, um, come here, Brad. I think he disappears in a few weeks. Um, when I finished at 6, Glenn and I went and got some Mexican for tea. I completely forgot to call my cousin Nicole. I didn't have any money anyway. I feel really bad about that. Watched a couple of movies and then went to bed about 12.40. That's about it. See ya. And that's it. That's our week, Yee-V. Ah. Whatever happened I to Bradley? there'd be a little bit more sauciness. <laughs> well, you've alluded to sauciness that didn't exist. I'm scared I'm going to get sued. <laughs> well, at least somebody blew on somebody's neck. That's all I needed. With their breath, with their breath. It was pre-COVID times and you could just breathe on people. It was amazing. <laughs> Um, Evie, thank you so much, not only for doing this little episode for me, but also with all the trials and uh, putting up with my stupidity hey. relentlessly. My pleasure. It's my been pleasure. fun. We will have you it back again. Is. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Excellent. Hey, in the next... stand for awesome. Uh, it awesome. Awesome that's sauce. What are, that's what the kids are saying. Well, back in the 80s, maybe, yeah. Um, in the next episode, my father rings with uh, great news, which I'll respond to by diagnosing him with anxiety, which is brought on by his separation <laughs> from me, because, of course, why Aww. wouldn't you have anxiety over missing me? I know, right? Um, I'll also invite a pen pal that I've never met to come and visit and stay at the radio station's share house. <laughs> I'll be gifted the <laughs> smallest pay packet of my entire life, and I get a shock when my mum calls after a night on the drink. Uh, plus, of course, to help amplify Indigenous voices, every episode I'm going to spotlight a First Nation artist, business or feature. This time around, it's another superb documentary. It's a series, and it's actually online for you to see for free at SBS On Demand. It's called First Australians, and it actually details the birth of contemporary Australia from the perspective of its first people. So over seven episodes, 
episodes, it chronicles their experience from the arrival of the First Fleet right through to where we are today. And it's such a sobering view of the history a lot of us have never heard of. Um, so much of it wasn't taught in school, and it's so brilliantly done. So I humbly and honestly believe it's our duty as Australians to watch it. So if you'd like to get some perspective on this country's actual history, uh, make sure you uh, check out SBS On Demand, First Australians. You can stream it there, or you can buy it on iTunes or watch it on something called Doc Play as well if you're overseas. Uh, everyone should experience it. Um, please get around us on Instagram and also um, Twitter if you'd like at 19 in 89. Thanks again to the Enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for doing this theme. Uh, and also, we are now on iTunes and Spotify. So if you could leave a review, that would be ace. For those of you uh, who grew up listening to me in Perth too, I want you to get excited because next episode. It's a blast from the past and I'm really excited. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Just to wrap things up though, loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye.